Okay, so we're going back now into the Mesila Isharim. If you remember before the nine days, before we started the series on preparation for Tisha B'Av, we were doing Mesila Isharim and we had just finished Perak 19, Perak Yutet. <clears throat> and now we will be going back into the Mesila Isharim starting Perak Chaf. Um, over the next couple of weeks is Ben Azmanim in the yeshiva, so the Vadin will probably be less than normal. We'll try as much as possible to make it happen. But Bezat Hashem will be able to have some form of a continuity in our learning of Mesila Isharim. Today's Vad was dedicated la of one of our very special Avrechim, Shlomo Hab, in the Zechut of the Limud HaTorah, in the Zechut of the Tzedakah, Be'ezrat Hashem, Shlomo, and his wife, and his children, Shabizochet, Atzlacha, Rabbah, B'chol Ma'asei Yedehem, Ben Beruhaniyut, Ben Begashmiyut, Amen. Okay. Perek Chaf. Very important Perek. Although we're discussing something <coughs> called Mishkal HaChasidus, which is the analysis and the evaluation that Hasidim have to make before they make decisions, and this is something that is very high level, of course, it's Hasidus. But <clears throat> there are very, very important levels, very important lessons for us, regular people, or at least I can speak for myself, for those that are not Hasidim, that uh, this is very important because our lives are full of decision-making. We also have to make a lot of decisions Decisions regarding our spirituality, decisions about our shalom bias, decisions about the chinuch of our children, decisions of shidduchim for our kids, for those that are at that you know age bracket, and things like that. Decisions of which parnosa you should go into, which occupation, what job you should take, and how it affects your spiritual life. We're constantly making decisions. And one of the big problems with decision-making for many people is that they suffer from anxiety. So how do you know that decision was a right one and not a wrong one? So we're going to learn a lot about these concepts, and Masil Hashem will help us with that, to see how we can make decisions in a proper way and then be confident that the decisions will be okay. All right? So now let's go. So he starts off and he says, What we need to explain now, this evaluation that the Hasidim have to constantly make, this is extremely fundamental. Meaning, the way Hashem made the world is that things are not very black and white. There are people that have a struggle with that. They don't like that, that it's not black and white. They want that this should be a manual to tell them how to do everything. You understand? And that's the reason sometimes people give themselves over to certain cults or rabbonim that are similar to cults where they just tell them what to do all the time. They want to avoid making decisions. But that's not correct. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to make decisions all the time. That's part of our growth process. 
So therefore, knowing how to make decisions is a davar shuhu ikri me'od me'od. Veteida, and you shall know, be'emes shezoi ha'malocha ko'asashebechasidus, that this is for sure, be'emes over here means for sure, he's not coming la'afuke sheker, this is for sure, I mean, he's stressing the point, which is the most difficult work of a chassid. Because it is very dark. The nuances are very little, very small, very difficult to, to, to pick up on. And the Yetzirah has a tremendous input into decision making, being that it's a lot is unclear. You follow? Okay, Nimsa So it comes out that the danger is very great. Many good things that you would want to do, the Yitzhar will come and give you Cheshboines. Why you shouldn't do that? Because they're actually bad. It means they'll give you a krumashtikal Torah why it's bad. The harbachatoyim and many sins, the karev, to bring them close, kiiluhem mitzvah gedolus. He may give you counsel and eitzah to make hashbainus why these sins are actually mitzvahs. Okay? So he has a lot to play with in your mind. Okay? Now. It's not humanly possible for a person to be successful at decision making only with three conditions. So here we are learning from the Mesil Sashorim in life how to make decisions. And we need to have these three things. Number one. His heart has to be straight. His motive should not be only So let's stop at the first one first. The first thing is, before you make a decision, you have to make sure your motive is pure. Okay? So if a person is uh, deciding what school he should send his child to, he has to think and make sure that his only purpose is the child's chinuch, not his own honor or other things, right? When a person looks into a shidduch for his child, he has to find the right person for the child. That means his motive has to be pure. There can't be ulterior motives. Once there's material motives, then it's impossible to think straight. Again, mishkal, decision-making, requires a person to use analysis of the mind. Okay? So in order to use the analysis of the mind, a person has to make sure his motives are pure. Now, obviously, he's talking about a chosin here, says, Lev has to be yosheh of others, you know, like, wow. But for us regular people... We have to make sure, at least on our level, that the motive is pure. Okay? Otherwise, it totally 
ruins your thinking process. I want to read you a little bit here from Chochmah Musa. Chochmah Musa is a safer from the altar from Kelm. He has over here a unbelievable piece. Obviously, we can't learn the whole piece now, but if you're on the level of being able to learn an altar inside, I would suggest this, that you learn it. The altar is in the first volume of Chochmah Musa, which is the second volume in the set of Ma'ori uh, Oiris HaMusa. So, in there, in the first volume of Chochmah Musa, in Maimer Kufyud Beis and Kufyud Gimel, he says over over here, from Rabbi Haigoyin, a marshal with a fox and a lion from Rabbi Haigoyin. And then he takes apart the marshal and he brings out tremendous amount of oimik in the marshal. There's a marshal from a goin, even before the Rishayim. You follow? Massive. And the altar knows how to take it apart and mamish bring things out of it. His main points are dealing with how taiva, desires, ulterior motives, ruin a person's year shamayim, and chokmah. We're going to use it, B'nagay understanding the Masil Sashorim, B'nagay decision making. But the Oymik is the same. Okay? So here's the basic marshal. There was a story where a fox was trapped by a lion. Okay? You listening? Maisa Beshul Ari The lion wanted to eat the fox. So the fox tells the lion, Look at me. I'm this skinny, scorny animal. How much meat do I have on me already anyway? Look over there. You see up? Lift up your eyes. You see on the porch over there? There's a man. A real heavy set, fat guy, you know. He's sitting on his porch. Look at the farmer over there. He's reading a book. Smoking a pipe. As that guy that looks like he hasn't gotten off the chair in a while. <clears throat> That's a good meal. Why waste your time eating me? That after the meal you'll still be hungry. Go after the guy. Okay? So now, really, the man was protected from the attack of the lion. They used to have, in those days, they used to have deep pits. And on top of the pit, there was a fake floor. And when the lion goes over the floor, he falls into the pit and he gets trapped in the pit. Okay? So this man happened to have this pit in front of him. He's safe from any lions. But the, the guy, the fox said, go after the man. Okay, so now, so the lion looks up and he says, I'm, I'm scared of man. Can't mess with man. I'm afraid. So the fox told him, I'm telling you, this is the way it works. When you mess with a man, you don't get hurt from him. And not your son, your grandson. Your grandson gets punished for messing with a man. Right? So he tells him, Right now, 
fill yourself up from your hunger, and until you have a grandson, it's a long time down the world. Okay, you worry about it then. You probably won't even know. Okay? Don't worry about it. So, the lion was enticed by the fox, and he goes to attack the man to eat him. And then what happens is, he runs on that fake floor, he falls into the pit. The little fox tiptoes up to the side of the pit and looks down and says hi to the lion when he's all the way down there. And the lion gets upset at him. That uh, that we don't get punished. Only the grandson. So the, the fox told him back, maybe your grandfather once started up with a man. And that's why you're down here in the pit. Right? So then the lion got angry at the fox and says, how can it be what you're saying is true? The grandfather ate basar, bosar, and the teeth of the grandchildren, meaning the grandfather does aver and the grandkids get punished for it. Doesn't make sense what you're saying. So the fox told him back, if it's such a poshit cheshben that you're making, why don't you think of this in the first place? So here's the mice. This is a marshal from a goyin. This is Torah. You can make a broch a on this. This is deep stuff going down here. Right? Like he says, Right? And later on in the next piece he says, Mama's blown away from this marshal. So now, Let's see some of the lessons, but you see how the desire for the lion to eat a fatty meal is what made him become so dumb. He lost all his kachma. Right? So he says, We see from the marshal that the Ari had yira. So he had yira. Right? <coughs> There he says the Ari is a Melech Bechayis, and he has he has Das Bechalkel Mishpatim BeMishpat. Like you see afterwards, he says Ovais Yoichu Boisa. That was by him a Muskelrishon. He had Das, he had Yira. He's not easily convinced, right? In Kolzeh, Mishvel Sofik Laharbus BeBosser Torfoy Gam Hashoichad Hamaat Halazer. This little bit of shochat for taiva, yaaver ene hachochom, shaheschachem achakach biyoisha. And then once he got his senses back, once the taivas went away, he spoke simple, straight talk. He was Adam Yashar. Va'ana borach mimena hamuskal amiti azoyis mikoidim. Where did it run away from him? That first pasha tezach, that. Why should the grandson get punished for the father's sin? Grandfather's sin. Right? So you see that this taiva dochva haskalta b'mizgar. Laman lo tishloit oleh lahafkir tikvas sveikis ma'at bosa. Right? Uma yoimar ha'odam hashet ha'avosa yoyisech hazoka. Kiedua b'sifrei chokhmah. 
בפרט בקוזרי, או בפרט בטייבוס יוסי גדוילוס, והרבה הרבה יוסי מקמוס ואיכס. So you see how much that can influence your thinking. Correct? So he goes on and on here. Amazing points he brings out. Tremendous amkis. So when a person, what we're learning from it is when a person doesn't have the right motives, when he has ulterior motives, it's not shaykh what he could do. Mistakes he can make, simple mistakes. From things that by him are poshet. Poshet is achet. He says, over here, another, I'll read another little bit. He has a lot here. He says, How the taiva can make a person into a fool. Even the greatest, smartest person. He didn't even have a habamina. To be choyshed the shul, that he's scamming him. He bought into his shtickle tail in two seconds. Pen the toivus atzma hu darish. At the end of the day, he's about to eat him. So he has the gears. So maybe he set up for his own gears. V'loch hakav gam ken ma'ayin loy hadrush hazeh. He didn't even ask him, how do you know that? Where did you, you get that piece of information from? Stop. Mekabal betmimus, you know. Right? You see how he's taking apart this chazal? It's amazing. Levad's a Rusoy. It's also like a weird thing that the grandson should get punished, right? Hare Peti Yam in the Choldavar. Only a fool believes everything they tell him. So he's a Chochem, huh? If a person likes Kavod, he sells himself as a slave to those that flatter him. He doesn't even think about simple things. He made Hanifas to him. Right? So, that's another idea. So bottom line is, you know, one time a parent called me and said, I don't want to send my son to a certain yeshiva. Right? Meaning, he asked me what's best for his kid. I understood the situation very well. And I told him, that yeshiva is very good for your son. And he also heard from others, not only from me. So he said to me, no, I want to send my son to this yeshiva. It's a much studier yeshiva. Because at the end, this guy was going into high school, I think, at the time. At the end, the other one's better for his shidduch. Yeah? Yeah? As modern mahalach of thinking. Shidduchim. Better name for shidduchim. So I asked the father, I said, Tagivi Mashu. If you send your kid to the school that's the much higher level, you know, has the good name, blah, 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 right? And it's not the right school for your son, right? So he ends up not performing. And he feels like a bozo. And then at the end, they'll throw him out. And then at the end, he'll be coming to a who knows what bum. What kind of shidduch is going to get at the end? And if you send them to the yeshiva, that's matim to him. And they're going to build him. And they're going to make him. And he's going to feel good about himself. And he'll be a mensch. He'll be a finer guy. He'll get a better shidduch. So if you want shidduchim, it's better to send him to a, a yeshiva that's more matim to him than to yeshiva that's not matim to him. Even the shitoscho, that you're looking for shidduchim, right? 
Now it's very hard for people to be real and face that reality that sometimes for that child is better certain things. And then, but they don't want their child to look a certain way because that's not covered for them. You follow? And it takes to be a real man to be able to face that. And the Yetzirah makes you make Kruma Cheshboinus. Kruma Cheshboinus means crooked Cheshboinus. All kinds of crooked Cheshboinus. Not so simple. And Shaduchim, and Shalom Bayez, and Chinuch. All the big decisions we have to make, we have to stop and think. Are we L'Shem Shomayim in the respect that there is a purpose that has to be met here? And we can't think about status, Image, it's a big thing, status and image. Especially a lot of people are very weak and they need their approval from others to feel good about themselves, you know. And there's a lot of cheshboinus uh, that a person can come into his head if he's crook, okay. So the first thing we have to do is we have to look to be l'shem shemaim. That's not such an easy thing. It doesn't mean that you have to be l'shem shemaim in every single thing you do in life. That's hard to be. You have to eat l'shem shemaim. You have to sleep l'shem shemaim. That's a hard thing, for sure. Not everybody's on that level at all. However, being that we are parents, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into our hands the decision-making for our children's chinuch, yeshivas, camps, uh, whatever, and he put into our hands the achrayas to marry off our children. And he put into our hands achrayas to have shalom bayis. So in those things, we have to know, being that the decisions for those things require, require, a good decision requires to be l'shem shamayim. So then we have the koach in that inyan to be l'shem shamayim. Bochum have to know this for shaduchim. You understand? People have to know the purpose of getting married. It's very important. It's not a shidduch about now, and I'm not going to go into that whole sugya. But you have to be l'shem shemayim when you make that decision. And that's step number one, because since HaKadosh Baruch Hu requires that we analyze, we're going to see there's three parts. It's very deep, and it's very important. It's very fundamental. But since it requires analyzation, so now you have to know that the first thing is you have to be L'Shem Shabbat. You see in Kashrus a lot of times people, you know, a guy's hungry for some uh, chocolate bar, he's starving. So he looks at the rapper and he says, what could be here not kosher, you know? And then he pounds the chocolate bar down. And then he says afterwards, he's full already, he looks back at the rapper and he's like, I don't know, what are these things over here? You know, has all these funny words, all these funny uh, uh, items in this chocolate bar. Who knows what they are? Maybe they're trafe. Ah, didn't think about that before, right? We have to be very careful with this first step, okay? Let's see a little bit further. Good? Clear? Second step is Now you have to do the analysis. You have to think things through. And you have to think things through with a straight mind. So again, motive has to be pure 
And you cannot be lazy to think things through. Okay? We'll go more into this, but this is the overview. Then, you have to throw your package on Hashem, which is bitochen. Now, this is a wild thing. Because Mesil Zasharim is saying, decision-making requires three steps. And if you do these three steps, you can feel a guarantee that your decision is correct, which we'll see shortly. Okay? Step number one is pure motive. Step number two is proper analysis. Step number three is betochen. Now, we always have to have betochen. In life, everything you have to have betochen. But why does betochen have, play a role in the actual decision making? Betochen should be a separate thing. You understand? Decision making, I hear. Thinking, analyzing, pure motive, I got it. Yeah, you gotta also have to have betochen Hashem too. Of course. Everything you do in life, you have to have betochen Hashem. Can't be matzliach in life without betochen Hashem. But his mashma from Mesilis is shown that the betochen is a chilek of the decision. So I think there's a deep thing. Should we do it today? Go on to it later? Huh? Later, you hold? It's a big yisayin. So next vad. We'll do it in the next vad. You have to remind me, next vad, we're going to this yisayin, how betochen plays into decision making. Okay? We'll stop here for today.